Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. That's Chase Parham, most pronounced Thursday night as we tape this. Henry's Guys brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. They make this show possible. We'll put this up in podcast form on uh, Friday morning. Comer Heating and Air. You are <clears throat> needing air um, heating service, all that stuff from uh, Oxford, Tupelo, that area. Get in touch with the people at Comer, 662 801 1777. If you are in DeSoto County, Hernando, Memphis, that area, get in touch with the people at Southern, 662-429-4429. Same great products, same great services, really the same people, but uh, just different different numbers, different names. They've come together to form one uh, very strong um, heating and air company. They'll take great care of you. Their service is absolutely second to none. Uh, we're coming to you from the Clark Ford Studios, 662-257-1900 is the number. Call our friend Corey Clark. Ask Corey for a quote on the uh, Ford product of your uh, desires. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours, right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote, and the rest is completely up to you. You can shop that quote around, or uh, you can do um, do what I do, what I've done numerous times, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662 257 1900 guest will join us on the rafters music and food hotline we'll open that up a little bit later rafters music and food on the square in oxford a uh, great place for burger a po'boy appetizers great beer selection full bar all of that great place to watch a game you got uh, nfl playoffs starting saturday afternoon you've got uh old miss and auburn saturday night so if you're coming into town apparently it's a hot ticket for uh for basketball so um yeah Stop at Rafters. You'll enjoy yourself. And uh, make sure you tell them that you heard about Rafters or you're there because they support the show. It would be nice, too. And they also have a Rafters in uh, New Albany as uh, as well. Chase, what's going on at the Oxford Exxon? A little more opportunity still uh, going on. Try to give you 10 free dollars. Everybody likes free money. You get that by heading to the pump. Any Blue Sky location in Mississippi, take a picture of the QR code. It pulls up the Exxon Mobile app. Thousand points, thousand buff points equals ten dollars. Even at the tank, you were filling up right then. Take advantage of that if you're coming to town this weekend or again any other locations up down I-55 and throughout North Mississippi. Also, um, uh, lunch specials five sixty nine, two sides of bread, thirty two ounce drinks, and more. So all that at all Blue Sky locations, including here locally at the Oxford Exxon. Whew. Tired? Had a day. It's been a little bit of a day. It's yeah. been it's um, been a busy. Well, we talked about it day. here. I mean, I try to take you. I mean, there's several different things. Uh, the 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 key point is Ole Miss has hired two coaches today, um, being Chris Kiffin, um, which is what I'll talk about in a second, 
He is going to be a co-defensive coordinator. As of now, it looks like he's going to coach linebackers. Looks like they're going to leave Joyner at defensive line. Like Kevin coach linebackers, so he returns. Um, I know a lot of people ask about the nepotism rule. It, it's fine. There's ways around it. It's all good. Um, so Kiffin hired as the uh, as the as the co-defensive coordinator was Chris Partridge, who at some point will be announced. I assume. Um, almost would hope so. Partridge has had quite the week. They probably ought to hold on to him. And then. Um, Running backs coach Markwell Blackwell, who is at Houston, used to be at Florida, um, is in line to replace Kevin Smith. So those are the two things that have gone on today from that standpoint. A couple different uh, assistant coach hires, and for now, uh, things pretty whatever. I was asked about this a little bit too, um, just kind of hearing through the mill a little bit. Somebody's talked about you know all the things Marquise Watson did. It was like Elijah Sandweiss is probably the guy that's doing the majority of those. Another analyst that um, is on that side of the ball. So. Um, from this point, that is what's going on from the from the staff. And then uh, a couple of hours ago, Ole Miss running back Henry Parrish jumping into the transfer portal, something that uh, is not unexpected at all. Following, I, I fully expect him to follow Kevin Smith to the University of Miami. Anything else would be a little shocking, I guess. But <coughs> as long as that's what it is, I'm not uh, not surprised by, by that in the least. Which makes for does the jersey the, uh, swap thing work at Ole Miss? How's that work? Because I had the jersey, do I get to go shop it back? Swap it back and get another one. Like, like get you, a new player for free. Is that how that works? Do you? I don't really have the jersey. It's a joke, but you should though. Uh I was I was all in president of the fan club. You were um, leaving a quite the running back room change. Zach Evans, Kentrell Bullock, uh, Quinshawn Judkins. That's it, I guess. Did Isaiah Willard jump into the portal for sure? Uh, he was the rumored guy for like nine months heading into the portal, but I don't know if he actually did it or not. Did he? I don't know. I don't either. I can't. I'll be honest. There was so much portal stuff the last few days. I, I couldn't keep up. I was looking for two two names in particular. Neither of those are in yet that I've seen. What are you looking for? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at some point you kind of say it because it's the frustrating part of of portal stuff is that you know that everybody tampers. So if I put the names out, I'm sort of... You're proving the tampering. I'm sort of accusing Ole Miss of tampering. Sort of. And Ole Miss is tampering, and people are tampering Ole Miss. I'm going to guess Henry didn't jump into the portal before he heard from somebody. And frankly, I don't have a problem with any of that. Does that bother you at all? I don't Because these people that are like, oh, this port is tampering. Stop. It's already the wild, wild west. So what the hell's the difference, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, did you ask the girl to prom before you knew she would say yes? Because if you did, it was a little risky, right? Yeah, you had a pretty good idea. I mean, you kind of knew. They know. Uh, let's see what else. We got. It, more importantly, the player knows. Because he can't get left out in the cold. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, like, the, the, it, there's, it's, some, it's, there's it, some bad stories in the portal. I mean, frankly. Because you can lose your scholarship immediately. Frankly, it's the story we don't write enough. Is the kid left in the middle of Because there's tons of them. Well, you worried about a kid like even Jackson that jumps into the portal a couple of days ago, and it's like. Who? Jaden Jackson. Like, oh, yeah. You know, like, like. Where are you going? Yeah. What if? And it's possible that he was kind of told, hey, you probably ought to jump into the portal, champ. But if you don't have a place to go, it's a little it's a little risky. 
Yeah, Ginger says, would you ask a girl to marry you if you didn't already know the answer? If you don't know the answer, I'd like for you to do it in an arena so we can all watch. Yeah, for, absolutely. That's what I would like. I would like for you to pick the biggest stadium you can find and do it Sign there. me up. Are you like the nose in the arenas? Oh, hell yes. <laughs> You're going to do that in a public arena like that. Yes, you deserve the no. You deserve the humility. Just for doing it in the arena, period. Yes. Okay. I mean, yes, absolutely. There's no there's no female alive that that's like, you know what I really hope is I really hope he, he I really hope one day that, that the man that I fall in love with proposes to me in a packed arena on the Jumbotron. So what do you think the reason is the guy does it? Oh, Jaden Jaden Jackson's going to South Florida. Good for him. Oh, okay, good. That's for a really him. good landing spot. I didn't know that. Good. Uh just ego. They Weird. want everybody to see it. Weirdness. Maybe they feel like they she, think that's the special thing. Well, maybe they think that'll push her over the edge. That'll make her do it because she won't want to humiliate him in front of seventeen thousand. Oh. People. He knows that if he were that to, gets you more of a chance for a yes. He knows that if he were to ask her in a in intimate setting, she might say John, we're not ready for this yet. We're not to this place. Or, I don't feel like that for you. Tara Lee says, some little girl asked my son to a seventh grade dance, and he said no. You know what? You start doing with some adversity early. I mean. <laughs> Grind, thanks for the super chat. He says, thanks for doing this. Here's the prize for last week's trivia. I didn't, even, we didn't, I didn't get it right. You got it right. Yeah. I didn't get it right. We did get that right. Thank you, Grind. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you, yeah. So when it happens in an arena, I'm always like, say no. Say no. Please say no. Because I think it's awful. It's, it's just so stupid. Yeah, see, I agree with I agree with you on this one. In that scenario, she says yes and then breaks it off later most of the time. Yes. You say yes and you gather and you go, you son of a... Like, yeah, I, but I, now 18,000 people, have to, you have to explain to all those people, hey, how... Because, you know, somebody's like, hey, congratulations, or we're not still together. It's like on The Bachelor when they get to the end. I know that they have an agreement and stuff. That's where don't you have to say, hey, look. I mean, like when you close the door and you have that, you know, the fantasy suite. Mm -hmm. Don't you have to have that conversation when the door's closed? Listen, Jane, if we get to that place and I ask you, is your answer yes? Because if it's not, let's come up with a strategy here. Because neither one of us are quite ready yeah, for this. Yeah, yeah. Let's come up with a strategy now. Let's make this palatable for everybody. Yeah, let's we, let's fulfill our contract. And you hope you're not talking to the psychopath they told you to leave on the show until the final four. Yeah. Well, at that point, that's when you bail at the end. I'm just not quite ready. I just, you know, I, I have a fear of commitment. And it's just popped back up. There was a girl that I, 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 I was with in the eighth grade. And I can't get over my feelings for her right now. And I just can't do this. <laughs> But no, you you know what's you know what you're where you're going. If you're doing the portal right, you oh, know. Yeah, sorry, I forgot what we were. You know about. one of two things: you either know that you're going to have multiple offers, and it's all going to be okay, or you know where you are going. Otherwise, you're doing the portal wrong. Yeah, I saw this too. Steven says, "Words the running back from Houston is going to follow the running backs coach that just hired." That is a rumor circulating. I got nothing on that at all, but that that is something that's going around the internet, so I'm sure it's true. Um, because Ole Miss is. I mean, I was talking to a friend about it earlier. Probably one short. You'd like for him to have one more. I mean, they got three. Yeah. You'd like one more. Yeah, it's like the quarterback room. 
better start adding some bodies to well, that. Well, that pump. one needs. Yeah, I mean, needs work. That one needs a couple different rooms. Um, uh, thanks to uh, Cole. Appreciate you, buddy. He says, got my JD-10, the fire going, egg lit, and TV on Henry's guys. Appreciate you. Cheers to you as well. I had a buddy showing me pictures of their app tonight. I'm 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 contemplating the rec tech really hard right now. I'm like I mean I hadn't pulled the trigger, but we're we're kind of we're kind of in the in the introductory phase to to go in that route. My friend Matt Mott, the Ole Miss um, soccer coach, just sent me a text. Makes me feel bad, but proud at the same time. Okay. Um, Carson's middle school team, not yeah. middle school. JV. JV team is playing um, in Startville tonight, and he apparently just had a pretty impressive goal. Oh, good. Yeah. So Carson's had a day. I'm glad that he got a goal. That's he good. Does, he deserves a goal today. Their JV's been winning too, right? They've been pretty good. They have a really good group of ninth graders. Yeah. A group that has a ton of chemistry. They're fun. I I almost called you today and said, hey, I'm going to go. Okay. But – we could have, but I needed to. We, yeah, I mean Traeger, either one. Like I don't know. I'm 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 between the Traeger and the. Ra- I I I, just, I think we're moving on from the egg. Like I'm not allowed to get rid of it. I can keep it, but I think we're adding to the family. Like I, I I do. I think it's. I think one of those two is going to happen. I just haven't made my mind up what to do yet. Added to the grill family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Rectech or the Traeger. I had said Rectech because that's what I'd been hearing about all day, but Avery was. Pushing the Traeger in the stream. Yeah. I can't decide if I add whether I want the Traeger or I want the uh, the the, grit, the flat top, the griddle thing. The Blackstone thing? Yeah, the Blackstone thing. Why not both? Um, well, at some point you run out of room. <laughs> There's only so many grills you can put out there. See, now everybody's just like throwing names at me. Just like, hey, no this, no this, 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 this. Now look, the Weber kettle grill will always remain like the goat of it will get anything accomplished and done. There is zero wrong with the old-timey Weber kettle at all. Yeah, you do not want me building any kind of pit out back. Mm. That would be a disaster to every level imaginable. I don't do handiwork. The Weber kettle is a great grill. It's a great grill. It's a great grill. And in some ways, it's one of the most fun grills because it's it does require a certain amount of skill, the heat management, and all that stuff. I does. mean, the egg takes more work. That's kind of the point. Like I, I, when we've had this conversation, I mean, I, with the tech or something, you just on your phone just go eh, done. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. There's a there's there's a negative and there's a positive, and I'm I'm stuck in the middle. So if I have that and the egg. It's like if I do it's a, whatever mood I'm in that night. If I want to actually move some gears and push some buttons, the egg's right there. If I if I do a brisket all day on the on the egg <sighs> and it comes out great, you had to kind of work for that. Yeah, yeah. And then Carson's like, "Damn, Dad, this is the best one you've ever done." That makes me feel good. But if I put one on a Traeger, where I go, "Okay, I know in <laughs> ten hours and six minutes and four seconds, it's going to be right at." <sighs> do I really get the credit? It's cheating. It is kind of cheating. It's cheating. But if you do the egg on the brisket and you spend 14 hours and then you screw it up, you're pissed. And you're going, well, the Traeger, I never have to worry about I know, that. But when you get it right, it's such a good feeling. Because <sighs> you can easily get it wrong. Because here's what's going to happen. And you know this, too. You, if, I, if I get the Traeger or the Rectech and add to it, 
I'm going to start using it all the time because it's so easy that yeah. I'm, the, the egg is going to start getting neglected. I've given. Well, as Ginger says, that's that. That was Malloy's thing when I had to discuss with him. He goes, "Yeah, here's what actually feels good. It tastes right." He goes, "That's what feels good." And I said, "Okay." And it's it's a it's legitimate fair. point. It's hard yeah. to argue. I mean, I it's difficult to. Yeah, I don't need actual skill necessarily. It's just kind of fun. It's just kind of it's it, it's it, it's it's one of those things. I don't build things, so this is this is this is that. Um. <clears throat> But yeah, I I think Neil and I are both a little tired. He had a day. Um, yeah, it was only a defensive line coach, so it wasn't really a huge deal. But I was kind of waiting a long time for somebody to jump in the boat today. And Neil will understand this. There's a bit of like adrenaline and concern that goes through your head on that. That usually in today's world, two and a half hours is a long time. And it was kind of like, it, and I, I kind of bailed on you this morning. It was fine, but like life hit me, and I had to deal with that. Yeah, I was kind of like, am I? I'm, I, I know I'm. I know I'm going to be right, but am I, I am right right now, right? And it was kind of hit touch and go for a minute, and different people went, yeah, I don't know, and I went, oh shit, okay, well, we started. You started getting a little pissy little, at a couple of people. I was, you know, yeah, I was. Kind of one of those deals where, hey, you know, all those times that I scratch your back, I got this itch right back here. <laughs> <laughs> And then finally, it was like, a, yeah. all right, fine, whatever. Um, to be honest, I had never even heard the running back coach's name until today. I'll no. be, and, and when I, I don't mean like in the search, I mean, period. <laughs> in life. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know he existed, is actually what well, I'm, I'm saying. Well, I'm sure there's a breakdown dis- describing what yeah. an, an incredible profile, uh, incredible recruiter that he is. And he does have a reputation for being a good recruiter. He does. Uh, the only other name that I heard at all, and I, I said the word rumor like four times, and then I've gotten texts from people going, I thought you said it was going to be Montario Hardesty. And I'm like, which part of the word rumor in the subject line and in the in the message did you not get? Because I thought that was pretty clear. Yeah, I don't know a lot about him. Um, I'm- well, that's kind of what happened a little bit with the other one too was, I mean – I felt good about it, and I kind of said that in the board, but I still said, hey, I haven't confirmed this officially. Like, I'm just, what I'm hearing, there's a lot of smoke, I'll let you know. And then, like, yeah, like an hour later, you see, like, all the news stories pop up, report, colon, it's like, yeah, not really what I said. Yeah. That was not, that was not the deal, but okay, click away. Fine. Is what it is, so. Whew. By the time my day got normal, I was just kind of drained. So, I I probably should have dug in and worked on the Houston running backs coach. I'll I'll do it. In the It'll morning. keep tomorrow. I mean, I, I expect it, a big announcement from them. I've I have heard a name on the uh, on the general manager, but I don't think it's right. Oh really? Yeah, and so I'm still kind of digging around. I feel like they're also adding a spot or two, so I feel like we're hearing a lot of names for multiple spots and not so really too. sure where to put them. I think so too. That's kind of the way I've felt about that. Today the was the first day that I sort of felt that way. I was like, you know what? Maybe that. What That's not all for one job. There's yeah. another. I, I think they're adding some stuff. I don't know exactly what, but something. It feels like they're sort of redoing the recruiting room, if you will. Not that there's an actual room, but the figurative re- room is. Being, they're redoing the way that they yeah structure the personnel for recruiting. The infrastructure in the village is being. Yeah, it's what it bit. feels like. And I and, and someone goes, "What do you? In what way?" I'm like, I, I don't know. You don't know. I don't. You don't have a lot of specifics. Just 
just the feeling is kind of a sense that they're shifting some things around. Uh, the other stuff that I guess we ought to touch on from a shoot me a text on who you're hearing. Okay. I'm just going to list the name of the school. People hate us right now. Is that going to tell me? I'd, I'd have to go back and look at his name. Okay. I have a reason for asking you that. So. Okay. Um, Jackson Dart and um, Michael Trigg. Michael Trigg are in Oklahoma. They've they've been spotted there, according to media. They're supposed to be coming here on Saturday. Uh, there's some rumors that that Dart has another visit after the Ole Miss one. Uh, there was some LSU buzz about Jackson Dart earlier today. They're active in the portal. LSU is all over the portal. So I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know the latest there. And getting in touch with him is impossible. He does not return text. I've I've reached out to his family. Nobody's talking. They're close to the best right now. So it's tightened up in the last 24, 36 hours. Yeah, and I've been unable to get a hold of, of Trigg's family, and I had been able to touch, touch base with them earlier. There's LSU's in on, on Trigg as well. I mean, it's the problem with the portal is that late in the portal, it's kind of like late in recruiting back in the day when you had a few spots left and there was a couple of big names. Everybody went in on that big name. Everybody's in on the portal. Spotted does sound creepy, that word. Spotted? Yeah, but they've apparently been seen in Norman. They're there. So if you were hoping the ride would fall through, it did not. I don't think the weather's going to be bad enough here to shut the town down, though. They are expecting bad weather Saturday. Some ice and snow, potentially Saturday night, so... But I think guys will already have gotten in by then. Yeah. They think I'm on to something? Okay. You want to talk in code for like the next 30 minutes? Yes, let's please. Just, let's, let's piss everyone off. <laughs> Everybody's in a good mood on a Thursday night, and let's just let's, – uh, let, 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 let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, before I forget, I will tell you. Uh, <laughs> so you know, there's this guy. <laughs> that dude we talked about this morning. That no, the really good one. Yeah, him. Yeah. Like here, yeah, no, yeah, the yeah, second yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. But we get too far down the weeds. We are going to give. We're going to get some shrimp away tonight. Um, new uh, partner here with us, New Orleans-based PrimeShrimp.com. P R I M E. It's easy cook shrimp, no mess, no prep. You just drop a frozen pouch into boiling water. All the, all the seasonings, all the stuff already in that pouch. You can go straight from your freezer to uh, ready to eat there on your plate in under 10 minutes. You don't have to be any kind of expert chef or anything. Flavors right now, signature seasoning, which is your traditional kind of seasoned bowl shrimp, garlic, paprika, some different stuff on that. And then they've got a French Quarter Alfredo that uh, you put everything in the pouch in the water. Make some pasta that's just plain pasta. Drop it on there. You will have some um, some Alfredo, some pasta, whatever you want to do with it, with that as well. Starting Monday, no, don't do this today. Starting Monday, 50% off your first order with code MPW for that. It's valid for one week, Monday through Friday. Money-back guarantee if you don't love it. If you order over four pounds, ships free. They will uh, ship it right there to your door. So go to primeshrimp.com. Use the code 
And within a couple of days, restaurant restaurant quality shrimp under ten minutes, easy for those specialist people who are not around for uh, for that seafood. But we got a couple different pouches. We'll give that away tonight. If you call in, maybe you impress us. Either way, we'll get a couple of it to you tonight as we uh, do that. So again, primeshrimp.com. We'll tell you about it more in the uh, coming days. But starting Monday, fifty percent off on uh, on that order. So, uh, let's see. Casey, thank you. He says, percentage guess on Williams, Dart, and Trig. Happy Festivus. Um, I'm scared to give anything on anything right now. Um, oh, God. I wouldn't even imagine. What are the na- which names? Williams, Dart, and Trig. Williams being Caleb? To the best of my knowledge. Uh, if it's Caleb, I'd say... 1%. Yeah. Two, I just don't see it. Two, 2%. Yeah. I mean, I'm never going to go always and never, I guess, but yeah, low, very low. Do you think Dart and Trigger for sure a package deal? No, I do not. I think they would like to be a package deal, but no, I don't. I don't think that they are. I'm higher. I have a higher percentage on Trig than Dart. I don't even know why I think that, but yeah, I do. I think I do too. I'm, I'm. I would go maybe even as high as fifty percent on Trig and on Dart. I. I just, it's hard to say. I. Forty percent. I don't know how I go any higher than that. He's not at Ole Miss. He's got to get here. First. He's in Oklahoma right yeah. now. Shows right? up on Saturday, and I might have a different answer. Yeah, if he showed up on Saturday, I'm like, okay, well, they have a real shot. But until he's there, yeah, if they both show up on Saturday, I'll go to seventy-five and sixty. Oh, I'd go to seventy-five and fifty. Okay, but yeah. Oh, hey, I'd look. change things. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> You asked for a number, I gave it to you, and then you pick on the number. What the hell do you want? I mean, okay. <laughs> yes, Six, all fifty-one point seven. All the flames. Yes, every flame we have, we would put on it at that point. Yes, I'm making a post on the message board now. So about what? About what we just said. Okay, there's a name to watch. Yeah, just maybe. Yeah, don't go too strong. I ain't. I mean, I am not. I don't know. What else is going on around the world today? Today? Yeah. Well, it's a pretty big national story. Yeah, not, no. <laughs> Stop. Nope. The sports world. Because <laughs> the real world was kind of busy today. Yeah, no, it's not. I actually had somebody. I was so busy today. I kind of forgot about some some of that. And I was talking to somebody this afternoon. And they're like, "Yeah, I've been watching whatever all day." I was like, "Oh, yeah, no, thanks. Let's move on. I'm 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 good." Texans fired their coach today. Just one season. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That is uh that is correct. So Kiffin to Houston, hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> As I had a buddy uh, text me, it says the Texans owe David Coley another $17 million over the next three years. He's walking away with $22 million for the one season. We all picked the wrong profession. Damn Even right. if we sucked at it, we picked the wrong Damn profession. Damn right. I mean, my God. Yeah, I need to tell Carson you need to just go coach football. Right? Yeah, 100%. Just go and become a head football coach. I think Charlie Wash Jr. was on to something. When you're 13, just start doing that and it, do well, it enough. It helps that your dad is the coach of the Chiefs. Might have been born beyond home plate, okay? But it's, it's, it's <laughs> all mean, right. It helps when you're rounding second at birth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
What? No, I'm just laughing at something. So I don't know. That's that. That's those would be my numbers. And then the other guy that we get asked about all the time is Deion Smith, and I just don't know. I mean, until he gets done with these classes, there's nothing. I mean, if he gets done with that and still has, if there's still momentum, I feel okay about it. But as of right now, once they have to pass these classes, staying at your original school becomes much more likely. He's got work to do to get eligible there. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, eligible is eligible. I mean. You excited about the playoffs? NFL playoffs coming up this weekend. The Saints aren't in it, so there's no pressure. You get to actually enjoy the games. Yeah. Um, I, I've spent a week. I mean, not a huge deal. Them not being in is, for, frankly, a little strange because they've been making it more than they haven't for a, a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do get that because I'm when they make it, I'm always going, okay, how are you guys going to break me here in one to two weeks? What is the what is the way that you're going to be winning a game with four seconds left and then lose this stupid thing? So um, that's nice. I'm not locked in, though. Maybe I get locked in. There's some games I want to watch, sure. but I'm not like crazy just dying for it as it comes through. I mean, we'll got them here. I mean, kind of go one to ten on right. interest level. Okay. Las Vegas and Cincinnati. Ten. Um, no, but seriously, the Bengals are fun. Uh, eight. It's seriously. an eight. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, an eight. Yeah. It's an eight. Uh, New England, Buffalo, nine and a half. Yeah. In, all it, yeah, in the yeah. snow. Yeah. The whole, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe 10. Like Maybe I'm, an 11. I mean, it's, it, if it was next week, it's definitely a 10. Oh, yeah. It's just a little less because it's this week. But nine and a half, nine. No, I'm, I'm in. Sure. Okay. Philadelphia and Tampa Bay. I'll yeah. be honest. I don't even care to the point of you couldn't tell me, hey, what if Philly wins? Or I, I don't care. It's, I have very little on this. It's uh, it's for me the only reason I will watch it is because it's an NFL playoff game. Well, and part of my writing process is to come in here and okay, work during an NFL game. That's my background noise. Mm-hmm. So I'll that game will be on. Okay, because I'll be motivated to get done in time to watch the next one because the next one is very high for me. Because the recipe where Dallas loses is makes me kind of happy, and I think this is a losable game for them. Oh, I think it's very losable. And so I'll be engaged. San Francisco's physical kind of can get at you a little bit. I, mean, I don't really like Garoppolo, but but he can get going. He's I like, want San Francisco to win. Yeah. Well, they they that's kind of house money for them, and they've been that battle tested NFC West thing. Those teams have beat each other up, and now they yeah. get to play other people. Or at least they do. The other two don't. They play yeah, each other. They play each other. But yeah, well, the Niners do. Yeah. That's what I said. Not Arizona or LA. They and, play each other. And Dallas gets a little tight in the playoffs. Well, see, it's that, been a minute. that was the one I was upset about, Neil. I told you that on Sunday I held off because I went, you know what? Nope, it's the Saints. It's the Rams. They can screw this up for me at some point. But my tweet I had ready to go was to make fun of the Cowboys because the Saints had no chance in hell of winning the Super Bowl, and it was going to be something along the lines of, oh, now I know what the Cowboys have felt like the last 25 years. You make the playoffs, and you have no <laughs> shot in hell of winning. Uh, and I was like, damn it, I really was excited about that. And I I didn't do it. I said, nope, I'm just going to do whatever. It could be a little iffy. Uh, Pittsburgh, Kansas City. Mm-mm. I like it better than Philadelphia, Tampa. If the, if it's competitive, it feels. I just don't know how this. I don't know how this game is going to be competitive. And then I'm I'm all in on Monday. Oh no, Monday night 
Totally locked Cardinals in. Cardinals and Rams. Absolutely. Totally in. Has a chance to be a really good game. And the Rams, it's – you lose. Mm. Mm. Because you can't kind of sell it out for these one seasons and you're not yeah, – Kind of selling out to it. They sold out. And Matt Stafford does not feel like a Super Bowl winning quarterback right now. Not right now. And the rest of his team, I mean, that defense should be better than it is. And they got players on that defense, and they just – the Niners ate them alive in the second half the other day. You're playing for something. And they just mm. – it was – they were soft. Team team like that with that kind of money shouldn't be soft. No one calls the Packers soft. You can pick whatever you want. Who's your Super Bowl teams? Oh, look, I want Aaron Rodgers to win the MVP of the Super Bowl so bad. Just to watch the implosion in media. Um – no, I I wouldn't mind seeing Buffalo get there. They're kind of fun. It feels like it's almost time. Cincinnati would be a fun Cinderella. I don't think they're there yet. I've watched them a lot this season, and I don't think they're quite there. It's why the AFC. It's why the AFC is more fun because there's more teams that kind of feel feel fun a yeah. little bit. Kansas City can be fun. Yeah, they they've been so good. They're not as fun. Yeah. Um, because, like, in the NFC, I don't mind the Packers that much. Um, as much as I want to hate their, complete, their their guts because of Dylan, I don't mind the Rams winning. I kind of pull for them to some extent as much as it gives me bile in my throat. Um, they're not a likable team. They're not very likable if you don't – you have to really like them for them to be at all likable. But if you're just a casual viewer of their yeah. games, you catch yourself cheering against them in every game. You think so? Oh, really? I do. Do you really? They're not likable at all. <laughs> What is it? Well, they're the dog that you walk up to going, hey, boy. And and you're like, no, I'm good. I'll never try to pet you again. That's the Rams? Yeah. Um, Like, the Rams are like a pretty dog, and you go up to it thinking, hey, fella. And they try to take your hand off. No, you're good at that point. It's a really good looking Doberman, but he's still a Doberman. Yeah. Still a Doberman. Still a Doberman. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll be happy for my friends if the Titans get there. Um, yeah, sure. Buffalo's fun. Do you think the Titans can get to the Super Bowl? I know they're the one. They're the seed. one seed, Neil. <sighs> you don't like them. Mm. Just feels like. Look, I like Ryan Tannehill. Seems like a great guy. He's gonna go win two. He's gonna go win two playoff games. I do think he's underrated. He's gonna get through Joe Burrow and then either maybe Patrick Mahomes. I don't know, Chase. I don't. It doesn't feel right. <laughs> Titans or Bills, so you give a better chance. See, I still think the Bengals are the, hey, I'm going to enjoy myself and maybe win a game, but I'm not getting there this year. I think the Bengals win Saturday, and then they scare the hell out of some, out of somebody. 
I guess it likely be the Titans. Yeah. I mean, and you're thinking they might do more than scare them. Well, you get Joe Burrow and all those guys in there, and they get a couple of get a couple of scores in them, and they're like, "Hey, this is house." Because you're pretty obsessed with Jamar Chase right now. Yeah, look at his numbers. I mean, just see where Alabama's three guys were in the top four of the rookie of the year voting. Like at some of those things. I mean, it's not surprising. Yeah, all three of them. Chase should win. It should be Chase or Jones, and I I, I would vote for Chase. I would too. Yeah, yeah. Jones has sneaky had a great rookie year for a quarterback. He has figured it out. Shocker. Patriots, Jones. Yeah, just a good fit. (laughs) Ginger says, we know. Tannehill's serviceable, but we're never going to the Super Bowl with him. It's just kind of what it feels like. And and Listen, I would be really happy for Ryan Tannehill. I'd be happy for Titans fans. But I just, I don't get the warm fuzzies when I think about it. You know, it's like someone goes, hey, the Packers are going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I get it. Aaron Rodgers, yeah, I get it. Patrick Mahomes, they're going to the Super Bowl. Get it. Mm-hmm. But if I told you, hey, it's either Ryan Tannehill or Joe Burrow in the Super Bowl. Because mm. Burrow doesn't strike me as the type of cat that's going to have a first playoff game freak out. You don't think so? Nah. I just don't think he's wired that way. Who are you giving as the second highest chance in the NFC? Packers obviously have the best chance. Yeah, Packers is the best. Tampa, just because they're Tampa and they're built for the playoffs, even though it feels like they don't have the weapons this year that they had a year ago. But quarterback still named Brady. And they're still good on defense. So probably them. Because you do kind of think if it's Tampa and Green Bay in a playoff game, at Lambeau that Aaron Rodgers looks across the field and has to take a deep breath and go, the past is the past, the past is the past, the past is the past. I do think Mike Vrabel should win Coach of the Year. Yes. Done a hell of a job. Really has. Uh, I think the Saints are going to draft their quarterback for next year. I think it's one of these rookies. Now, whether they play next year or not, I don't know. But, I mean, their next quarterback is somebody they draft in this draft, in my opinion. So, I think you're talking about a Kenny Pickett, Matt Corral kind of deal. Malik Willis. Where do the Saints pick? What number? Uh, 17, 18, something mm. like that. I don't see I don't see Corral getting that far. You got to move. You might have to move. I don't know that Pickett gets that far. And then after that... Be real hesitant. Franchise quarterback, Malik for, Willis. For what it's worth, I don't think Pickett's a franchise quarterback. I don't know. They, they said he was great other than his arm strength and his awareness. I mean, it was fine. I think Matt could be one. Now, I don't know that Matt's ready to step in and go, hey, here's the offense. You're the rookie. Go. I'm sure. But if you told me that second-year Matt Corral in a Sean Payton system is – putting up big numbers and making things happen, I'd buy it. That would not blow you away at all. And Sean Payton would not put up with the running around, getting yourself hit thing. No. There would be a fine system in place that would get Matt's attention quickly. 
it's not a hey, we're going to tell you to not do that. You're not going to do that. No, that that's that that's that's ten thousand dollars, sir. Every time you lower your shoulder or get hit, yeah, it's fair. Peyton would get his attention with that for sure. And you wouldn't in an NFL in an NFL locker room. Also, older players would get his attention with that. Like that, you're not doing that stuff. Brian says over under one and a half callers that bring up college basketball, not including me. Uh, I don't know. Is Bracken listening? Uh, otherwise, about all I got there. I will say this: uh, Ole Miss and Auburn. Ole Miss typically gives Auburn fits. They have beaten Auburn up, uh, but K- they better bring the lunch. Kermit gets in uh, Bruce head. Pearl's head. That being said, the tall task on Saturday night. And Auburn has a forward named Jabari Smith Jr. Who is going to be a household NBA name, and appears to be a really great kid, and has a solid shot. Not, it's not a certainty, but a solid shot at being the first pick in the draft. So, Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So you've got, even if you're not particularly interested. How will they try to guard him? Who? They don't really have anybody that can. I mean, they, they can zone and stuff, and but he can hurt you on kind of every level. And he's just such a smooth player. I mean, he, he will go out and just, he he's one of those guys that, he doesn't even look like he's trying very hard. And you look up and he's got 25 points and he just beat Alabama on the road, kind of leading his team. Just smooth. And they've got other players too. Auburn's good. I mean, Auburn would be a one seed if they did the tournament today. And obviously they don't do the tournament today and there's a lot of basketball left, but they are they are a legitimate title contender and Smith is Smith is special. I mean, he is I can't imagine him falling further than third in the draft. The kid at Duke is is really well thought of. Um, Chet Holmgren at Gonzaga is well thought of. Um, there's a kid in France, I think, a big seven three kid that's got an elite skill set that that's up in that mix too. And then it's and Jabari Smith in that group, and like I said, could end up being the number one guy in that group. I mean, mm-hmm. there are. Three, maybe four franchise players, most people think, in this draft. So it's a strong draft. I mean, that's why the teams that are at the bottom of the NBA don't need to be winning games. You you want to you want to um, get as many ping pong balls as you can get. You want your ping pong balls in the in the in the in the hopper. Yeah, Jimmy Dykes compared him to Lynn Bias. Oh, you don't remember Lynn Bias? No. I remember Lynn Bias when I was a kid. I was in high school and stuff when Lynn Bias was at Maryland. and He was smooth and so strong and powerful. and One of the most powerful radio interviews I ever did was with Lynn Bias' mom. Did you really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I got his mother on WNSP. And she did like three segments talking about her son and about, for those that don't know, Lynn Bias... I think it was two days after the NBA draft. He went. Uh, was it really that? Really? Yeah, he went. What did he go? Th- second or third overall? He went to the Boston Celtics. And uh, two days, three days? I want to say two days. Um, he died of a cocaine overdose back in College Park, Maryland. 
just a devastating tragedy. But he was an amazing basketball player. He was the one guy in the SEC that could SEC one guy in the ACC that could bother Michael Jordan at North Carolina. He was it. He was special. Two days. Two days. I thought second it was, overall pick in the '86 draft. Who was the first pick in that draft? I don't even remember. '86 draft was was that Brad Doherty? Oh, okay. Had a great career. Hard to argue there. Um, Bias was the only one of the top 22 picks to not appear in an NBA game. I guess that's not really surprising. Um, Had a brother that that died, got murdered like a year later, two years later. All-stars on that team were – or all-stars in that draft – well, two Hall of Famers are in that draft, actually. Who are the Hall of Famers? Uh, Sabonis and Dennis Rodman were in that draft. Oh, yeah. Rodman goes 27th overall. From Southeast Oklahoma? Uh, that is correct, yes. That is correct. To the Detroit Pistons. And Arvidas Sabonis, would have he would have been in his 30s by the time he got to the NBA because he was a superstar in Russia. Oh, he was older, a bit older? Yeah. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer, Portland at the 24th pick. Um, then other all-stars, Mark Price. He had a great career. Doherty. And then, let me see what this color indicates. Oh, sorry. Other all-star, also all-stars, Kevin Duckworth, Jeff Hornacek. Drazen Petrovic, he's in the Hall of Fame? No, that's not right. Yeah, it is. He was... Okay. One of yeah. the one of the great shooters in the world before he tragically died. Oh, didn't, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's in the Hall of Fame as well. Okay. There's your trip down basketball memory lane. Again, Ole Miss and Auburn's seven thirty tip on Saturday that is night. That's correct, yes. Um Tom Brady keep keep getting asked today about not shaking Foles' hand during that Super Bowl a couple years ago or four years ago now. He infamously <laughs> Oh, it's because is Foles playing? No, they're playing the Eagles. He's playing the Eagles for the first time. Okay, Peterson nor Foles are actually on the team. Um, so they're getting on Brady about shaking somebody's well, hand. Well, just said game. apparently Eagles fans are very are still very bothered by it. Like it's been a big thing in Philadelphia that Brady did not shake Foles' hand after the Super Bowl loss to the Eagles four years ago. And somebody said, a reporter today says, "Are you aware of the Eagles fans' fixation with you not shaking Foles' hand?" Tom goes, no, I'm not, I'm not. Uh, I've shaken Nick's hand plenty of times, though I've got a lot of respect for Nick. Brady also quickly acknowledged the perception some might have of his competitiveness. I try to be a good sport as best I can. I know it doesn't always look like that because sometimes I get a little pissed out there. But for the most part, I try to be a good sport. Brady also did not shake Foles' hand after Foles and the Bears beat the Bucks 20-19 to last season on national television. That's when Brady infamously forgot it was fourth down and what would be his first loss with the Bucks on national TV. Brady had high praise, blah, 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 gotcha. blah, blah, Yeah. So apparently that was a thing in Philadelphia. Slow news day in Philly. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so four years ago, you didn't shake the hand of the guy that's no longer the quarterback. Thoughts? Okay. Well, you know, he, Tom Brady got up today thinking, you know, things I won't be asked about. Shaking Nick, Nick Foles' Nick hand. Nick Foles' hand from four years ago. All right. I'll open up the phones. Uh, let's see. There's the number 662 259 0991. Hopefully. 
I've reset the computer twice today, so hopefully we're not going to have a Skype ecam communication. Oh, I forgot about that. You should never know. But yeah, Lonis, is it Lonis or Lonite? I can't remember how to pronounce it. It's L-O-N-I-S-E bias. His mother, she was great. So what what did you talk to her about? Uh, she was doing a lot of stuff with, about drug education at the time, and so I just took a flyer. That I took a flyer that she would uh, come on the show, thinking she probably wouldn't, and she did. And she was great. I mean, very impressive. Had lost two sons. Is there something you want me to turn on here? Oh, no, I just didn't know The, we the connection's not very good right there. Oh, so, really? Yeah. All right, here we go. Hey, who, who do we have? Hello? Hey, who do we have? Uh, we have Henry High. Hey, Henry, what's up? Um, I was going to call and see if they could name, like, the three most successful NFL, or the three teams where Matt would be most successful, like, reasonably where he could be drafted and what three teams would be best for him. What do you think, Chase? Three. Let me pull up the draft. Three order. best places. Well, the first one that comes to mind immediately for me is Pittsburgh. Yeah, and he's been pushed there a good bit too. And I don't know that he's going to fall that far though. Oh really? Yeah, because yeah, that's. You, do you have draft order up? That's what I'm pulling okay. up right now. There's a lot of Washington buzz that's out there now because I think Washington is ninth. They've been kind of stuck on him for a while, and yeah. that, that one's been a little worrisome because I would not want him in Washington. When you keep hearing Washington. Over and over and over, you should probably pay attention to that because a lot of these guys are really trying to get mock drafts right, and they're talking to people. And The latest mock draft I see right now has him going nine to the Broncos. Okay. Um, Give me the draft order. Let's let's go through it real quick. The whole thing? Yeah. Start with one. Yeah. Jags, Lions. Okay. So it won't be the Jags. They're not taking a quarterback. Won't Did- be the Lions. You don't think Detroit goes quarterback at two? No, they're they're been really tied to Thibodeau, that defensive end. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh Texans at three. Uh they could go quarterback. They don't have one. They think they might actually give Davis Mills a chance. Okay. They're contemplating that. Uh the Jets at four. No, they won't go quarterback because they're tied to Wilson now. Yeah. Uh Giants at five. <sighs> Last time they took an Ole Miss quarterback in the first round, it worked out. Um, it feels like they – This pro- mock draft has them taking Kyle Hamilton, a safety from Notre Dame. <sighs> put, a, put a pin by the Giants. They have the seventh pick, too. Oh, the Giants picked twice. Five and seven. In, in a draft where you don't have to move up to one to get a quarterback. Yeah. The Giants would be a, a candidate there. Falcons, eight. No, they won't go quarterback. Corral at nine. Jets at ten. They have two picks. Who's nine? Uh, Broncos. They had Corral. Okay, yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Washington at 11 is definitely one to watch. Yeah, it's definitely one to watch. Vikings at 12. Uh, it's, they they are probably going to take a quarterback. This is an interesting one here. This CBS mock draft I'm looking at has the Browns at 13 taking Malik Willis. Has the Browns at 13 taking Malik Willis? wonder if that's an indication that they're ready to move off Baker Mayfield. Don't know. Ravens at 14, Eagles at 15, Eagles at 16, back-to-back picks. Chargers 17, Saints 18. 
Eagles again at 19. Ooh, so the Eagles have a ton of capital yeah. if they wanted to move up and get somebody. Yeah. Steelers at 20. I don't think Matt Corral is there past 20 for sure. Because I think you're talking Broncos, Redskins, Saints, Steelers. For sure. And that's probably it. I, I don't see him falling farther than that. No. At all. I don't see him falling past. Steelers and Saints are by far the best two spots for him. I'd, I'd be surprised if he fell past the first 12 picks. Yeah. And the only way he would is, in my opinion, is if the ankle became something problematic from a medical standpoint. And the odds of that, I would think, are really slim. And we don't know the coach yet, but I don't. Denver's not a bad spot for him. I, I, Washington is out of the ones that I think are possible. Washington's the only no go. I would want nothing to do with Washington with him, but everything else I can at least. I mean, frankly, the Giants have been a train wreck. That would worry you right now. Well, they've been a train wreck for a long time. Yeah, but they finally fired Judge, and Gettleman's retiring. So yeah. surely they're going to bring in people that are better than that. Yeah. But I mean, I'll go into it rooting for him to make a lot of money. But from a team, straight team standpoint, I think I'll be rooting for Saints and Steelers for him. Yeah, I can see that. That answer your question, Henry? He's gone, yeah. I guess so. I guess he felt good about it. Yeah, I think he he did think he was talking to a screener, by the way. Oh, did he really? He did, yeah. <laughs> 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 eh. I mean, you know, it happens. And the Giants have been horrific. Well, they've been completely mismanaged. That's like, I, I mean, I don't know that it's hard for me to pin the whole thing on Daniel Jones. I mean, he hasn't really had any protection. They haven't given him a lot of receivers to work with. They've given him Saquon Barkley. Haven't been a very good team. They've mismanaged their money. I mean, I've never watched Jones and thought, that guy's an elite quarterback. But I've also never watched him and said, that guy's a bum. And this is all his fault. No. Because he's actually made He shouldn't some... have been taken where he was taken. No, but he's but... made some plays. He's okay. I mean, it's it's not their most glaring need, frankly. I mean, when you evaluate their roster, there's a lot of there's a lot of spots on that roster that are a lot worse than than quarterback. All right, phone line open, 662-259-0991. This is going to be one of those nights where, to be completely honest, you're going to have to help us. We got, we, it's been a week. We're, we're, we're a team with, yeah, we've, we have been on the phone with one another, with other people, a lot. It's the, it's the, back, it, it, it's the second day of a back-to-back right now. And we're this is the third get, day yeah. of a back-to-back-to-back. Have the Grizzlies lost, or are they still on that streak? Uh, I think they're still on a streak. Are they? I think they're playing right now, uh, if I could. I wish that they team. play at nine o'clock. Oh, okay, they play later. Gotcha. Yeah. Play the Mavs at nine in Dallas in Memphis. Oh, is that is Ja the MVP? Oh, can I mean, Ja win the MVP? Yeah, because they're like the four seed right now. Now they have to stay super hot. They're twenty nine and fourteen right now. Yeah, yeah, he's in the conversation for sure. I get it. Uh, if you called from the eight oh three number, call back. I, I didn't have it up. I'll I'll answer this time. Hit the call again. No, I think Jaws definitely an MVP candidate. He's been terrific. He's a great story. I mean, he's a fun player. I mean, he makes, they're the three right now. He makes their organ. Look, look. 
They're only, I mean, they're only, yeah, well, now there's, there's two separators, and then there's the three. They're legitimately good. And they have a six-game lead on the five. Yeah. Hey, who do we have? Uh, Will. What's up, Will? Not much. Just watching the Grizzlies right now. Um, Oh, they are on right now. Sorry, I had the wrong day then. My bad. They're playing, yeah, they're playing Minnesota tonight, and then tomorrow's Dallas. Got it. Okay. So, Neil, what what's the best you think the Grizzlies can do? You talk like one series they win. Uh no. I mean, they, they kind of remind me um, of the Thunder at the beginning of that run when they kind of went on a. I mean, people like people like to do the thing about the Thunder being the bust because they never won a title, but they did make several Western Conference Finals, which is still in today's NBA a hell of an accomplishment. Um, right? No, I, I think I think they could. I think they could make the Western Conference Finals. I think they could win a series and 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 compete in a second series for sure. Right. I mean, um, you know they're they're young and and all that stuff, but look, you they're. they're they're really talented. Their team's been really well put together. They they uh, and they'll get after you, and they'll have a home court advantage in the playoffs. They'll play with a ton of energy in the playoffs. And no, I mean, they're legit. I mean, I don't think they're quite ready to make the finals or or win a championship or anything, but they're they're right there on the on the next level underneath that. Right. And then, what do you think about Penny? Penny's gone, right? In in any other market, he would be, and he might be there, but he's so he's got so much media support. Well, why? Because he's because he's Penny Hardaway. Because he's Penny Hardaway, and and the media there is obsessed with his ability to recruit high level, high uh, high profile players. And he's he's got, but he doesn't win. But he's got a soap opera going, and and so I think part of it is is the. Some of the media there love the soap opera, and then some of the media there are just enamored with him. They're sort of starstruck. Yeah, I guess. I just they're like what nine and six now. They lost Central Florida last night. Yeah, I saw the. Oh, U- did they really? Yeah, I saw the UCF loss. That was that's not good. That's not good. I don't know where they are in the net right now. I hadn't looked at it. Can't be good. Let's see. I'll find it now. Got a minute. Uh You think Rick Bettina would go there? Uh, to the Grizz? I mean, to the Tigers? Yeah. Or, ma- ma- yeah. I mean, yeah. or anywhere, somewhere other than where is he at now? Menace. No, at Iona. 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 He's at Iona. Yeah. Um, anywhere's an outfit. Let's see. I'm Maybe a- he'll go back to Louisville. No. That- Ken Palm has Memphis at 38 still. I'm looking. Let's see. I'm at. I'm at uh, I'm looking at just I'm in like the 40s right now. UAB's 45, Mississippi State's 47, A&M's 49, Florida's 50. Iona UAB, remind me real quick. Uh, <laughs> can't think of his name. Iona is 56, uh Memphis is 58 in the net. So they're they're not in a good spot in the net right now. No. They're they're No. And then lastly, where do you think Chance Campbell goes? What round? Uh some of it depends on how he does in combines and stuff, but I, 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 uh, fifth, fifth. I was going to say fifth round. Fifth round is what I'd bet on, and 
I think Chance makes an NFL team. I, I've thought that for a long time, and, and I'm biased. I really like him. I, I, I like his dad. I like his family. So I'm cheering for him, and I'll admit the bias is there as it pertains to him. But but I do think he's an NFL player on the right team. Yeah, he's too good. He's so good in run support. That's what kept. I mean, we've been so bad at linebacker, and it was like he was finally there this year. He finally did it, and just I don't know. And he's a really smart player. People do this, and he and I talked about this on our last um, episode of of um, our podcast that we did. You know, people do that deal with him, and let's face it, it's because of some of the stereotypes that we that you do, frankly, with white linebackers. People do the well. He's he's cerebral, but he's slow. I don't know that Chance is as slow as people say he is. Um, I don't think he's. Well, I never got that vibe. Yeah, and then they do the thing about he's undersized, and if you look at modern NBA linebackers, no, I mean, is he Mike Singletary? No, but how many people are? Um, but he's six three, and he's two thirty, two thirty five. I mean, you know, he's. I don't know that that's undersized, and so. If you told me that, I, and I'll, I'll, I won't say who, obviously, because it was a, a friend who's an NBA scout who would not appreciate me using his team or anything else. But um, talk to an NBA guy who thinks that he could play that will linebacker spot at the at the NFL level and, and play it effectively for a, a long time. They they like this particular franchise is is intrigued by him. They want to see him run. Yeah. They want to see his forty time. They want to see him in a workout setting and they want to bring him to their city and all of that stuff and, and get a look, but they like him and that's before they've ever gotten to know him. Um, and when they get to know him, they're going to be real impressed with him. He's going to, he's going to wow teams in the intangibles. So, but look, it's kind of a, like a Hunter Renfro kind of guy. Well, a little bit, you know, and I mean, that was the knock on Hunter Renfro forever, right? At Clemson and then in the NFL was, oh, this guy's too small. He's too this. He's too that. No, he's just a football player. I mean, and he just makes plays. He's just a dude. But he's a, yeah, he's he's a football player. And at the end of the day, I mean, that's, but look, here's the thing about the draft, right? The college football season just ended on Monday night. The draft isn't for another, what, three months? These guys, right. these guys meet and they meet and they meet and they meet and they do everything they, in, and if you and I got into an organization, you know what? We would fall into the trap, and we would do it too. You you meet, and you meet, and you meet, and you meet, and you end up just analyzing something to death. And you overanalyze, and you overanalyze, and you pick it apart. And by the time the draft rolls around, you've found everything that's wrong with somebody, and you've fallen in love with the workout guy because you saw that you, 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 you had your whole staff at a workout, and you saw this guy run a 4-3-8. And you watched him bench 225, 31 times, and he just wows you. And when he, I don't mean this in a sexual way, but when you strip him down to his underwear, you're like, that dude's going to be, he just looks like a player. My God, he's going to be awesome. And then you get away from his college film, and his college film was kind of questionable. That happens every single year, and it'll happen this year. And then the opposite of that is true. There will be the guy that, doesn't wow you in the 40 and he doesn't wow you on the on the bench and he he doesn't blow away the cone drill dk metcalf says hello and but it happens every year and and they find these things because they have so much time to analyze it and then they get away from his college film and his college film dude just made plays and he just made plays and if you watch like renfro's a great example if you watched watched renfro at clemson and the only thing you based the draft off of was college results, he would have been a first-round pick. 
Cause it would have been top 20. Because yeah. all he did was make plays. And yet, yeah. yet he's small and you measure everybody and you measure, you just find things wrong with people if you have three months to pick somebody apart. And they all do and they all make mistakes. And I mean, even the great evaluators make draft mistakes always. And it's because there's so much time to do it. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. Yep. Thank Thanks you. for the call. Appreciate it. Have a good night. You too. Looking to see where Ole Miss is after their loss. They were 111 the other day. They are 113. So they fell two spots after the they, loss to AM. They are 102 in Ken Palm. Ken Palm has them predicted to go 15 and 16, 7 and 11 in the league. Um, gives them a 19% chance of winning tomorrow night or Saturday night. Auburn, meanwhile, is six in the in the net rankings. Uh, the top six are Baylor, Arizona, the little engine that could in Baton Rouge, Houston, Gonzaga, Auburn, and then it's the rest. LSU's three or four in net. LSU's three in the net, and then it's Villanova, Purdue, Kansas, and Tennessee round out the top ten. Auburn six in Ken Palm. They are saying the score Saturday will be seventy four sixty four Tigers. Yeah, I can see that. Hey, who do we have? Hey, it's Cole. What's up, guys? Hey, Cole. What's up, man? Oh, not much. Just sitting here watching and grilling. Um, what are you grilling? Chicken wings. I, I love chicken wings. I do, too. Way, one way my, too much. One of my favorite things. What's yeah. the rub? What do you put on them? Uh, lemon pepper tonight. Okay. Um, and every time it's different. I mean, sometimes it's air fryer, which is fantastic. Sometimes it's egg indirect. Right over the fire, just changes every time. So tonight you're just grilling. You're not smoking. You're grilling. Yeah, gotcha. Um, so when are we going to bring back first in? Do what? When are you bringing back said, what? When are we? When are we going to bring back first fin? Oh, oh that's first God. Great tradition. I thought you said the first ten, and I was like, I did the first ten. What? Um, yeah, I don't know. When are they? Chase, you've been talking to all the Ole Miss people today. When are, when are they bringing back Did first you, fin? And what are they doing you know, in right field, by the way? What is well, that's that, where I was going, What is actually. that structure? It's not going to be the permanent one down the road whenever the capital campaign is over. But, but what, what is it? I didn't ask what it's going to be down the road. I asked what it, it is, is a now. It is a premium seating area called the 4111 Club, I believe is what it's called, um, that you can purchase. $41.11 to put it together. <laughs> It has been described to me twice today. Once as a uh, as a wedding as a wedding tent, and the other is a golf hospitality tent. Those are the so two. Golf there. hospitality tent, spot on. <laughs> that was and and and, and a, a golf hospitality tent has a spot. There's a place for a golf yeah. hospitality tent on a golf course. I was told they've sold a good many tickets for it. Oh, I'm sure they have. I'm told. It's... I don't know. But I mean, yeah, yeah, that's just the deal. Like, the the deal with with first fin was that it lasted so long. Like, not only was it bad, did it really? But you had well, I mean, the guy started like the twenty and took like wedding steps all the way to the fifty, and it was just cringy the whole way. I do remember that now. You know what? That was so bad that I think in my mind I blocked it out. Oh no! It was. I mean, I, I would. I, I was like, I can't watch this. This is. 
this is too bad. Are we going to see the shark I mean, again? When when he gets to the middle and throws the fin up, like they expect everybody just to like erupt, <laughs> and it's like, oh god, we can't do this. How did I not get thrown oh, out man. of a press box with that, Chase? Because that's the kind of thing. Are that you I paying typically... attention before the game though? At this level, not usually, but it, that would be the kind of thing that I would have made fun of out loud. Yeah. Because um, the so mascot thing news... should not be hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, okay, that really breaks I mean, it down. No, here. but it shouldn't. The mascot thing should not be complicated, and Ole Miss has turned it into this complicated scenario that it never had to be. Never had to be. And you just keep digging the hole. I mean, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Chase asked, "Are we going to see the shark again?" Is 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 the? I know they've kind of phased it. They phased out the old one, and they've kind of phased in, but on the periphery of of of. Fluffier shark, but where are they going with the shark? Is it is it coming back? I got nothing. Or is he dead? I, I mean, I, I so just in general, like I like the shark as a peripheral, like like the war eagle for Auburn. I like as a peripheral, like you know, imagery, imagery for Ole Miss. Like it's sharks are cool, you know. But just it's it's not a God. Just, man, that can opener they put out there, like it's just. I mean, I, I don't understand how people get in the room. And, I mean, obviously, where's the hand-raised guy to go like, guys, like, how complicated is this? Let's just put let's just put a, 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 a gosh-dang fluffy shark out there and be done with it. Here's what I don't understand to both of you. Ole Miss baseball is kind of known for two things. One, it's kind of known for having a hard time getting to Omaha. And then number two, it's known for its atmosphere, specifically – the beer showers in right field. Is that fair? Yeah, sure. Those are still yeah. there. There's no change. Yeah, I know, but now you've messed up the view. It's behind it. But it's right there. It is. It's right behind <laughs> it. So you completely changed like, uh, the ambiance of right field. Why would you do that? That was the one. If you watched a highlight from an Ole Miss baseball game, the announcers and the, the broadcasters were just waiting for someone to hit a home run for Ole Miss. It didn't matter who, it didn't matter where, and it really didn't matter when. But if everybody threw the beer things up in the air, they showed it because that's cool. It's unique to them. Why would you mess with that? In any shape, form, or fashion, why would you mess with that? Neil, to BPG, have you heard the, the, the term, like, could screw up a wet dream? <laughs> that's 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 what that's what we are Ole Miss stands for. Like that's that's exactly what it is. Chase is sitting here being so quiet he doesn't want to say a word. <laughs> right that's what endears us. Right field didn't need an upgrade. It was already really cool. Well, it needed more room for students. It needed more things for them. Yeah. But this isn't for students, no, right? No, I, no. I think it's. I haven't looked. I had it up the other day. I don't. I, now I forget. See, what the I kind of thought was. they had the outfield sort of worked out. Left field was one atmosphere. Well, like in the mocks of the, after the capital campaign, it's all pretty neat out there. But that's going to be a minute. That's not tomorrow by any stretch of the imagination. So okay, um, that's fine. Again, did they did they need a temporary thing? Well, I didn't think so, but I I I got I got nothing here. I I, I don't know. They did this. They did this exact same thing before when they put out the the student section. And Ole Miss was going to have these like student pavilions they could hang out and like socialize, and then they put up like grow tents, like 
zip tied to the yeah. to the top of the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> we recall those. Yeah. We we may have made fun of those a little. Like nobody's gonna notice, guys. They're gonna they're gonna think it looks exactly like those pretty pictures we put out. Wouldn't the wind have picked one of those up and thrown it over the stadium? Or they secured pretty good? I mean, it may. I never walked up there and and yanked on it. See, of course, that was back in the day when, quite frankly, nobody sat that high anyway. It didn't matter. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's very true. I mean, a little different deal now. You you, now you'd be taking away seating. Um. So uh, on other news, um, so y'all know Ben Mintz was my roommate at the ATO house at Ole Miss. I did know that. Yes. Yeah. Um. So I saw him in New Orleans, took, uh, uh, just took a picture with him where we talked for, for about 30 minutes before he was supposed to host the Chad Kelly deal, which Chad Kelly got into a fight with the bar owner and the whole event got canceled and everybody had to refund their money. And, um, but before that happened, Ben took a picture and, uh, uh, sent it to me and I posted it on Twitter. It's the most, like, this is how successful, like, he is through this whole thing. It's the most, like, I got like a thousand likes on Twitter on this thing. Like I've, I've rarely got more than twenty on something. He uh, like that dude is got a following. It's crazy. Well, he, he works really hard. He's a great, as you know, he's a great guy, and he he just has this infectious energy about him. And at first, you know what? Honestly, when it first started, I, I sort of thought, well, you know, this is the novelty of this. When it wears off, he'll kind of fade away, and I, I was wrong. He's really. Um, He's really been able to promote himself in a way with with Barstool that that his brand is bigger than Ole Miss now. I mean, not not his brand is bigger than actually Ole Miss, but his the Ole Miss portion of his brand is not yeah. all that he is. I want to make sure I make that clear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's there's, there's more to him than that like now. Yeah, yeah, and he's really good. He does a lot of funny stuff. And look, Barstool has this massive following. I always hear all these people make fun of them, and and I'm like, you're you're wrong. I mean, they young people love it. Yeah, they definitely got a niche that they figured out. All right, Cole. Good luck with the wings, my man. Guys, enjoyed it. Y'all have a good night. You You too. too. See you, buddy. You're being awfully quiet about about right field. I was checking some stuff. Well, I I just got a good point. The other club areas are sold out. So if you want premium seating, it's all that's left. So you get this or nothing. It also gets a parking spot right behind it in the parking lot right behind it. Do you get showered by the beer showers? Well, I mean, it appears to be some level of indoors. No, it's in the little tent. You're good. Is the tent like air conditioned and stuff or? You don't know? No. Okay. You're, you're asking me. Again, I have not been out there. I was, <laughs> I, somebody sent me a picture today and it actually which is probably an indictment in himself. I stared at it for like 10 seconds, and I almost said, like, where is that? Like, what stadium? Like, what, what am I looking at? And then I was like, oh, hell. That's I saw, what that is. Well, your brother put up some pictures on, on Twitter. I saw them. He was not happy. <laughs> he was displeased. He was, he was not happy. I, I, agreed with, I agreed with his assessment. <laughs> he I mean, was not happy. I thought at first it was a joke. No. I thought it was a Photoshop, and then I realized it wasn't. No, it was it was real. Yeah, the, the the so here's what happened with Chase's mic stand, and and I've got to 
what I've got to do is I've got to get a reverse drill. Okay. And I've got to. What move. are we at? What are we talking about? The mic stands kind of in your face. It, it used to not be. It used to not be. We had to shift some things around yeah. because, quite frankly, I had to get a different chair because I was having back issues to the point where I wasn't going to be able to continue to do this every day. Mm-hmm. And so I've got to move Chase's mic stand, and I've just got to get a drill and to do it. And frankly, it's a little bit complicated, so I might have to get somebody who is more adept with the drill than I am to do it correctly. That's what happened. That's the deal. Okay. The other thing we probably could do is you probably could move one way or the other and just swing it. We'll, we'll fool with it. There's time. Yeah. Like right now I'm looking right at you. I see, I see all. It's okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's it's different. It's not as good, but it's okay. Yeah. Probably the right way to put it. Yeah. Well, we need we need to build a, a, a new studio in here. That's what we need to do. We need to have somebody come in and like really and like do a remodeling. Well, yeah, that's true. That's what we need to do. Frankly, that's something we ought to do in the summer. Have somebody come in and just remodel the whole thing. Take like a week and just make and it just right. Redo it. So, if you're someone that does that kind of thing, holler, hit us up. We can make something work. For sure. All right, let's see. We got a call. Hey, who we got? Yo, it's Grime. Hey, Grime. What's up, man? Oh, man, man, man. I'm just living in a god. Excuse my language. Excuse my language. I'm just <laughs> You're living good, in you a goddamn it. world where George is the champion, man. God damn, man. Yeah, yeah. It was that kind of had to be a weird night for an Auburn fan. I mean, looking at that, those two teams on the field, no, knowing that one. But of you, you were all in on Alabama, weren't you? Like you, you there was no doubt yeah. in your mind you'd rather Alabama look, win that football look, game. Look, 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 because it was just status quo. Okay, whatever. Yeah, you're and, used to and that. It's so weird. It's so it's so weird because as an Auburn fan over the past 15 years, we have a way better record, you know, against Bama than we do Georgia. But we've always been able to hang. Like, man, look, man, we went to the championship in 2010. Won it, and we went to the championship in 2013. Y'all ain't never been close. And then after they lost the way they did in 2017, and we could just rub it in some more, it's done. Yeah, because you're used to Alabama winning. Yeah, there, there's no new yeah. fear in that. It's just like, okay, they did it again. Like, dude, my, 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 my friend, my best friend that's a Bama fan is like, it's, it's not even like a thing where, where he's like all, all in my face and everything with it. He's He's always thinking about the next season. Now he, his, 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 the thing that he's focused on, he wants Bama to get a three peat before Saban leaves. Before Saban leaves, that's what he wants. I think that chance died. I did too. Yeah, that that had to be it. Right, they, there. they had to win Monday night, and then they would have had a real chance because I think they are the favorite. Yeah, could have kept going and going oh, and going. Next next year is just going to be. I think next year is going to be Bama in Ohio State's world, and everybody else is going to be living in it. Yeah, I can see that. Ohio State, they got a lot of weapons back. They got a chance to be really good. And then Alabama, yeah. I mean, because listen, the fact that Alabama's got all these guys in the portal just means that Alabama's processed all these guys. That means they, they're bringing guys in. True. But, but y'all, the champ, the goddamn championship, before we get off of it, man, because me and my pops, I talked about this with my pops, man. And it was like, I said, Nick Saban, even said that, hey, look, he even looked in the mirror and said, man, look, I can no longer win a championship doing the, you know, the pound, pound, pound the ball, 
you know, bludgeon them to death, you know, type of style. I got to switch it up. I got to get an explosive passing game going. And yet Kirby Smart said, no, 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 no. And I was like, I said, man, there's no way that old Nick Saban loses to new Nick Saban. And yet it happened. I tell you what, I'm gonna be honest. I I know everybody likes to tell the Georgia jokes. Um, we we watched the SEC shorts thing. We were laughing about it, but they nailed it. There was a line that Hope said that was dead on. The no, when she said the yeah. yeah the you know the next time that you're in this place, you won't need hope. You won't hope you'll win. You'll know. You'll know you'll win. I think Georgia's about. Yeah. To, I think Georgia's about to be a bitch. Really, I do. I think now that they've got a title, mm-hmm. I, think, I think I think he can pull his claws out now and go and go for it. He does not strike me as the Ed Orgeron type who's going to go on a on a basically a bender. Okay, so so I, I was going to ask y'all. So, do you guys think Texas A and M makes it to a championship before Georgia wins another one? Ooh, that's a good question. We could do a whole show on that one day. <laughs> What happens first? <laughs> Texas A&M makes it to the title game, or Georgia wins another one. Georgia wins another one. I think so. I'm not even. I'm not even contemplating. The this. only thing that makes me contemplate it is talking to some coaching people who say over and over, "Man, they're going to be so good. They're going to be so talented that they can't help but win." You want to bet? It's A&M. We'll find a way. <laughs> but that's kind of what everybody said about uh, Georgia for a while too. Is that yeah, they'll find a yep. way to screw it up, and here they are. And here they are. I mean, they've here got a they ring. Are. They've got a ring. And, and now they did that with – look, I'm happy for Stetson Bennett because we talked about this the other day. He feels like – he seems like a great kid. Stetson Bennett's not going to go tear the NFL up. So no. What, so oh, what, so, oh, no. So oh, no. He's he, he not going to tear the, the, the Arena Football League up. <laughs> so, what, so, so what do they do the next time when they get the next Justin Fields and they actually let him play? Oh, I get it. I mean, because everywhere else they are loaded, they, dude. But do they? But do they? But do they? I don't know. I mean, I can't. I, I know what I saw the other night. I mean, fourth quarter. That's that's usually when Alabama takes over a game, and in the fourth quarter, Georgia just kicked their ass, and it was kind of felt like. I'll be honest. I I was sitting in my living room watching it, and I kind of thought, Ooh, we're watching the passing of a torch. Oh, don't say that, man. Do not I mean, say that. I, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just telling you what kind of went through my mind as that fourth quarter was. You live by the fruit of your lips, Neil. You live by the fruit of your lips. Well, that's true, but I'm just telling you the fourth quarter rolled around and I thought this feels like a torch getting passed. Man, do you know how? And and, and if I'm honest, the hand, if I'm honest, grind the handshake at the end of the game felt like a proud dad who. That was the first. He always played his son, and when they played basketball or whatever, and he always tried to beat him, never let him win, mm-hmm. never let him win. And the son, mm-hmm. the son finally, finally, got finally beat him, and he was really proud of it. That's kind of what it felt like. It had a weird feeling to it. And if you tell me that Nick Saban coaches one more year, wins a title, and walks away on top, I totally buy it. I totally buy it, and then and then once Alabama's back to some form of mortality, it's all Georgia. Huh? I mean, they're, well, they're, if if you told me that someone's positioned to go on a run, I'd say it's Georgia. 
I mean, okay. would you even say anybody else? I mean, if if I told you that five years from now one SEC program was dominating the league and it's not named Alabama, everybody would say just Georgia. Yeah, I would have to agree because they just did it with Stetson Bennett at quarterback. Stetson Bennett at quarterback. Bennett. If you're Stetson yeah. Bennett, do you really contemplate transferring? Don't you? You yeah. don't have an NFL career. Don't you just hang out and capitalize on being a Georgia legend? I don't know, man. I might. I might let my Georgia career end with that night. Yeah, but they talking about he's coming back. Uh, they talking about he's coming back. I mean, you've got to make him the starter. You 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 yeah. do you do but you do. but then what happens if he loses three games? I don't want to go out like that. I was just gonna say, what happens if you go ten and three next year? I just I, I you don't think, like you don't like the Outback Bowl be real nice, Grind. I think I just <laughs> if I'm him, I think if I'm him, I think I I think that was my last Georgia game. I'm a legend. Okay, well look, I brought I brought up the Texas A and M thing, so I'm actually you know since Chase really didn't seem to buy buying the Texas A and M for the rest of this decade to 2030. If I put the over the over under at one and a half division titles for Texas A and M. Okay. If you take the over or the under. Ten years, one and a half division titles. Keep in mind we're, that we're to twenty thirty. So we've already we've already two seasons into this decade. So okay. oh okay. You know, so twenty twenty so season and so it's one and a half. Two out of eight. Two out of eight. And, and Texas and Oklahoma are joining the league. And if I said it at one and a half, would you put it at you know, would you say over or under? Under. Under. And the way they're recruiting, you're going to say under? Just look at the rest of the division, man. But I, I, I'm, I'm just thinking of it as from their fans, like they're, they're going to see it as they're not getting their, you know, their, their money's worth. Well, I mean, so far they haven't. I mean, they've won some recruiting titles. Yeah, and that's pretty much it, yeah. Before I, mean, I, before I let you guys – They just you, got through – well, 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 they just got through losing – They. They went two and four in the West in a year that they beat Alabama and Auburn. <laughs> and that still doesn't make sense, man. I mean, they lost to Arkansas. They lost sense. to Ole Miss. They lost to Mississippi State. They lost to a six and seven LSU team. They did. They lost all those games. And I mean, I went out there, and it's a weird place. They get, uh, like, yeah. I, like I, I get it, but it's it's a weird place. Yeah. And you know, before I let you guys go, man, you know, I got I got a hype on you know Auburn basketball. Man. Hey, real quick, Grind. Hey, Grind, you you want, you want some shrimp? What you mean? You like, eat shrimp? I love, I, love, I love fried shrimp. So what you talking about? All right, send me a uh, DM me. Send me an address, and we'll we'll send some to you. New okay, sponsor, okay, send some okay. shrimp. I'm with that, man. But look. And you already know, man. But I, I got to hit y'all with a trivia. I mean, yeah, y'all yeah, want a chance for you know for a super chat? You know what's up? Yeah, all right. hit us up. All right, all right. Look now, look. It's different. It's different. This is a different trivia. You're not going to write nothing now. It's one question. Three teams fit 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 in this uh fit in this uh, question. So is it harder than last week? You upping it now that we got one? Uh, I, I mean, I get. It depends. It's it all depends. good. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Since the year. 2000, multiple teams have had at least one undefeated season. But only three Power Five teams have had two undefeated seasons, which is the most. Three Power Five teams are tied at two undefeated seasons, which is the most since 2000. 2000. Okay. Can you name those three 
Power Five teams. And I, I, I'm pretty sure you guys won't get the year. But, you know, if y'all, if y'all do happen to get the years, I'd throw, you know, throw a little extra on the Super Chat. Okay. Yeah, I'm not trying the years. Um, I mean, okay, off the top of my head, what, then when I'll start talking through this, Alabama, SC, and Ohio State were the first three that came to my mind. Okay. SC. So start removing them from there if you have a problem. No, South Carolina. Okay, okay, look. Southern Cal King. Okay, go, well, go ahead, Grind. Okay. I'm gonna get, I give you guys seven guesses. Seven guesses. Oh, God. And okay. So you, and so, but look, though, I'm going to say this. You said Alabama, Ohio State, USC. You've already got two of the three with Alabama and Ohio State. Oh, okay, so SC was wrong. Yes, U- <sighs> USC was wrong. Okay. You got four guesses left. I see what you mean. All right. So Ohio State was right, Alabama was right. Okay. Uh, Since two thousand, LSU lost in 03. Yeah, LSU. They lost twice in 08 or 09 or whatever the hell year that was. Yeah, they, they've only had the one undefeated year. That's right. Because uh, they lost to Florida in the one undefeated year. Texas hasn't done it. When Florida won the national championship, I know the one year they lost to Ole Miss, did they – did they? They lost. Okay. It's got to be an undefeated thing. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm trying to think. They never, they didn't have two other undefeated seasons in the last 22 years, have they? No, Clemson hasn't done it. Power Five grind. Power Five, three Power Five programs. You've already got two without Alabama, Ohio State. I'll say Alabama was in the year 2009 when they beat Texas in the championship. They went undefeated in 2020, the COVID year. And Ohio State was 2002 when they won the championship. And the other year was 2012 when it was actually on probation. Okay, so no Clemson? Clemson only had one undefeated season. That was in 2018. Okay. And I guess I cost us a guess there. I wouldn't I know it. So I was kind of more thinking out loud, but it's fine. It's all good. Uh I, I'm I'm struggling. Um, okay, what do we do? Did did they all win championships? We're all. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, the, the Ohio. State okay, I have a question no here. Probation. You say what now? I'm trying to. Okay, never mind. They wouldn't have been packed. I have two guesses, but they're neither one of them are Power Five, at least at the time, because Boise State has done this. No, no. Have they not? They were power five from the year two thousand. Yeah, that's what I'm now. saying. The, they've they're all, not. Yeah, they're, they're not power five. power five. That's what I'm point. Yeah, they're not power five. That's my point. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm ruling them out. I wasn't guessing that. Okay, you good. You good. Yeah. You good. You good. And I feel like maybe Utah has done this, but they weren't power five at the time. They haven't been in the league since then. Um. Neil, I'm not guessing this, Grind. Florida State, did they do it a second time or just the one under Jimbo? I think just the one under Jimbo. What was that, 14? Oh, hell. What do we – Grind. Auburn. <laughs> Shit. Uh, 04 in the title year. Oh, son of a <laughs> Jesus. I wanted you to just get rid of that little bias you had. Okay. 
Yeah. Okay. Because I was, yeah. I kept thinking championship <laughs> yeah. team. Yeah, I was too. That's what I was, I was doing. Through. I was running. Through. I mean, hell, I picked the SC team in the same year. Oh, yep, yeah. Auburn did it in 2004 and in 2010. And I basically covered the 04 team. You think I'd figure that out? I was at that Sugar Bowl. Yeah, I haven't been looking at the stream. I bet y'all are calling us morons, okay? Because I'm just now coming back to it. Yeah, <laughs> Jason Campbell and, yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, now, now look, I kind of understand that, you know, two of those, like one of their programs doesn't really fit with the other two when you think about it on the big scheme of things. But no, I had so, two yeah, years. I mean. No, now that 4 team should have played for a title. I mean, there, there's no question about it. Oh, yeah, man, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. But shoot, man, you know, that was fun with trivia. I'm going to let you guys get back to the show, man. I'm going to keep enjoying it. All right, appreciate it, buddy. Thanks, Grant. Always. All right. All right, man. Yeah, that, I, I, we were never going to live that down. Had no. not thought of that. That would have been really bad, really bad. Yeah, I just wasn't thinking about. I guess Cam Cam's year they went undefeated. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That 2014 was they were terrific. They were loaded. They had NFL players all over that roster. Who played in that title game? It was USC and Oklahoma. It was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Blowout. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's disappointing. I'm disappointed in myself. Are you really? Yeah, a little bit. I should have known that. I know everyone's hanging on the score. Oxford's uh, junior varsity team beat Startville's junior varsity team 5 to nothing. Maybe the most dominant JV team in the state right now. So there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Now I was glad he got to play. He got quarantined this morning and he had to test out of it. And so it was kind of nerve wracking. And then there was, there was some concern that there was a rule that would require him to wait 24 hours before he could participate, even though he had tested negative. And that rule was not applied. So he got to, he got to play tonight. And I was glad because it was a, it was the last JV game of the season, and you know how it is when you're a freshman yeah. and you're getting a handful of minutes here and there, but now that they're down the stretch, and look, the coach, Hunter Crane's doing the right thing. The older kids deserve to play. Yeah, sure. And even if they don't necessarily quote, deserve to play, you want them to play because one of two things is going to happen when they get to play at the end, right? And they're in, they have to win, I think they have to win two straight district games to make the playoffs now. Oh, do they really? And so you want them to play because you want one of two things to happen. You either want them to win, obviously, and make the playoffs and have that accomplishment, or you want them to have the opportunity to lose on the field. And as painful as that is, there's closure. And you're together. You've trained with these guys and you've off-season and all that stuff with them and ridden buses. And you know what I'm talking about. I mean, there's something it's, – it's, it's heartbreaking, but it's bittersweet at the same time because you, you – you suffer with your your guys. Yeah, sure. And so he didn't want to do. He didn't want to. I mean, we were nervous about him testing this morning because I didn't want him to. And he didn't. It wasn't about me. He didn't want to be the one that caused everybody to get contact traced yeah, yeah. because just a few days ago they were on a bus to Jackson and back. He didn't want them to get contact traced and it come up where they couldn't play tomorrow night in their district game. That's the varsity game's tomorrow. Yeah, the varsity game against Starville's tomorrow here. Okay. And so, yeah, I mean, it was kind of so it was kind of nerve-wracking. Like, I didn't know what to do, and I was trying to figure out what do we do. And 
it'd be just quarantine and not play, but he really wanted to play, and so it all worked out. It but, it was, but it was nerve-wracking for a few minutes. That's why I abandoned you, and by about one, all good. By about one o'clock, I was drained. Who's Carson Stringer? His his mother. <laughs> Someone says JV soccer testing more extreme than corporate office testing. <laughs> Probably some truth to that. Yeah, Cam is the best transfer of all time. Yeah. Period. Period. Yeah. The best Juco transfer in the history of. Yes. Blinn. Yeah, Blinn. Almost went to state. Would have been a hell. People would never know how close it was. They win a title? You good enough? Their defense was stacked. Chase, they either would have won a title or they they would have gotten super close to a title. Ole Miss fans would have been nervous. They'd have been right there. I don't think they would have won a title, but I wouldn't have want to bet much against them. Mm-hmm. I mean, if Dan Mullen could have done what he did with Dak, what would he have done with Cam? Uh, Jason, if, if Derek Diamond's healthy, he will be the opening day starter. Do you anticipate him not being healthy? I think it's potentially a time bomb, but he had yeah. a good fall and he's been healthy so far, so you hope that continues. Sure, of course. Yeah. At the risk of getting people worked up, what's this team's ceiling? I mean, it's obviously I mean Omaha early. is their ceiling for sure. I mean, what's yeah. Their, what's their floor? Um, Because part of the floor is he has an injury and he can't finish the season. They're going to hit enough – to be okay no matter what, because they even have some depth there. I mean, there's a couple guys they can hit that aren't going to play every day. Um, I mean, look, again, ceiling is Omaha. Ceiling is everybody stays healthy. Diamond stays healthy. Washburn and Gattis are both really good. Brandon Johnson holds up the back end, and it is what it is. Um, worst case scenario is Diamond has injuries. Those transfers don't translate like you would hope, because that's very possible, just like anything else. And it is an injury, or you just – Kind of don't because they're going to be predicated off the long ball a good bit. You just don't hit the ball out of the ballpark for a week or two. Uh, I mean, 14, 16, 15, 15. I mean, complete floor. I mean, yeah. Where you're a two, two someplace. Yeah. 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 I, I just, I mean, I don't see any way they fall out. They hit too much to fall completely out of the picture. I just don't see it. And frankly, Mike doesn't have those kind of seasons. He typically finds ways to get them in that, in, in that, in that area. So, yeah, I mean, they're, they're good. They, in a perfect world, they look a lot like Arizona last year, where they hit like crazy, and their pitching's not elite, but not bad. Good Ad- enough. Adequate. Yeah, get them through. It's all right. Something like that. Just off the top of your head, rest of the not the rest of the league, not all 13 teams, but what league teams have your attention? Uh, I, I think it's very much traditional. I think State's got a lot back. I like them a lot. Um, the way they've been able to just put recruiting together. Um, in the West, Arkansas, for sure. Um, they had some young guys that I like. Kind of curious to see how they come off last year, the way it went. Like just the the, the oh, scar sure. tissue, sure, with some of what they did. Um, is is interesting. Spend the whole year number one, and then you don't get to Omaha. And... Mm. 
yeah, little, little, little interesting from a scar tissue standpoint there. And then I know you're all shocked that Vanderbilt will be very good next year. Um, Again? Yeah, damn just thing. How does he do it? I know. What about LSU? I don't like them as much um, for whatever reason. Yeah. Florida? Really good. Um, really, really good. Uh, I like Georgia. It's kind of that mid-level team. I think Tennessee falls back just a touch. Vitello felt like he did. Look, he's a damn good coach. I mean, he's a great program builder. And this is the one I probably eat my words a little bit on. And I'll, I'll, that's okay. I'll buy it if I do. It felt like that first year over their heads a little bit, though, where now you kind of get into the grind of the program building. And they're going to be good. They're going to make the tournament. But I don't see the crazy great year from Tennessee. And, and now everybody prepares for you. Yeah, I, 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 you. I think they're down a little there. Okay. Uh, let's see. So the rest of the week, um, we'll be on – we're watching Transfer Portal. I promise you, even though there's not tons of, like, 82 stories about it. We're putting stuff up on the message board. They have the wide receiver from uh, Wyoming was in. He, uh, he yeah. left late this afternoon. I think Tennessee's hoping he goes to Knoxville. We'll be keeping an eye on that. Uh, Isaiah Neor is his name, a wide receiver. Uh, but Ole Miss really wanted to get him to campus. That was a big deal, and they got him there. So uh, we'll be keeping up with all the transfer portal stuff. Um Classes start on Ole Miss, at Ole Miss on Tuesday. So that's the first enrollment day that guys can officially go to class and start their clock. But as we've been talking about, they've got another 10 to 12 max days to get guys in for this first semester where they could go through spring and all of that. And then um, it doesn't end. Um, it, it there will be there will be guys that are in the portal the spring that will show up in time to go through summer and then Ole Miss found its starting center last year in June. Yeah, and so it happens. It, it it's going to continue to the portal will continue to happen. There's so many guys in the portal. We'll have uh, Neil's picks up tomorrow. Just picking the NFL games, having a little fun. I'm taping a uh, soft verbal podcast tomorrow afternoon with Tyler Siski. We're going to talk about the transfer portal. He was just out at the coaches' convention. We're going to talk about some guys in the portal, just the portal itself, how it's changing the game in recruiting, uh, what it's meaning for high school kids. Pretty interesting topic that I think you guys will enjoy. Um, trying to think what else we've got going on. That's about it. We'll keep a little different. Rippy interviewed a fighter pilot yesterday that's oh. pretty good. So his podcast, if you want something a little different, that was uh, that was interesting. So that'll be up. We'll have coverage of uh, Ole Miss Auburn basketball on Saturday night. And uh, recruiting and all of that will get you into uh, into next week. So until uh, Monday, we'll be back with you Monday morning with another edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Until then, have a great weekend. Stay safe out there, and we will talk to you soon.